So welcome to Champagne Football, supported by BN Sports. We are here at the I Want It Yesterday studio in Sydney, which is tremendous setup. Me and Chaz living a, a good life here. We're going to talk about all things MPL football as we warm up for the season kicking off just next Saturday, about 10, 12 days away. And to help me do that is a cracking person we have today. It's a lad who's one of the best upcoming football show broadcasters in Australia. He's a handsome man, he's an athlete, he's got a foreign name, and he's going to be a key part of UNSW backline this year. It's my co-host, Chad Samashong. Hey! <laughs> and his left is Claudio Fabiano. Uh, yeah. I agree with everything except good looking. Good looking, you lost me. Chad's good looking. Just, just like yeah, I don't know. He's just too nice to meet you. He's got a hat on as well. He's covered the hairline as well. Uh, no, lovely to, to be on here, guys, and, and to have you in my studio as well is awesome. Uh, looking forward to this. We need more of these. MPL chats. Yeah, 100%. Important. Mate. Some set up, but... That is just incredible. Yeah. Just laughing at the tripods again. Yeah. Every time I look at them, I just smile. <laughs> well, <laughs> heavy duty, boys, mate. Man. We're not fucking they about heavy duty boys. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to get stuck straight in, mate. Last week, we, we've obviously mentioned off camera, we had Richie Darko on last week, MPL1. Yeah, great plan. Uh, season starts next Saturday. Mm. Richie was a few weeks ago. We spoke about pre-season. Yeah. We'll do the same. Obviously, you're in League 1 this year, getting promoted from... Um, like, I'm getting, keep getting confused, MPL2. Uh, League, League 1 this year. Yeah. League yeah. 2 last year. That's right. So, UNSW, pre-season... We're quite deep into it now. When did you start back pre-season? Well, we had like that mini pre-season before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, then we had a big break. We had a solid break yeah, this time, you know, and then uh, three or four weeks off. And then uh, we were back on the 9th of January and that was proper pre-season now. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, played a couple matches, good and bad. Was very good up until last week. A <laughs> couple <laughs> poor results now. So a bit of a wake-up call, but it's good. Well, you played against, I mean, Appia last week was a tough game. That's going to be hard, isn't it? Appia was a tough game. I've, I've actually played Appia a fair bit when I was in MPL1. Then when I played for St. George, we got them in the cup as well. But I've never seen RPR, I think, as physical as they were against us the other day. Yeah, like, yeah. really, like, a lot fitter than us. Yeah. Um, obviously, they train a lot. They've had a busy preseason. I know a few of those lads. But still, it was a good wake-up call to the level of fitness we need to be at. And the season's around the corner. So, yeah, yeah we've got a bit of work to do, but that's all right. Start, to be fair, the, the MPO, and you know, last year, going for Rydemir to Sydney United, the standard, a lot of lads really do take care of themselves. They like yeah. to see themselves as athletes. Because some of them, one, I've got an eye on, who knows what I can do in my career. Absolutely. And other ones used to play at a good level, so they, they are training extra. So yeah. that is hard, mate. It's hard to compete if you're like training. What do you train twice? Twice, yeah. Twice, yeah, twice. That one night a week over the course of a year. Does make they're at difference. four now. Are they? Yeah, they're at four now. Oh, there you because go. Because obviously they're getting ready for second division. I think for the, they were saying, oh, like, a few of the that. lads were saying it was a big wake-up call when they played Sydney FC in the cup. Yeah. Um, and everyone expected up would do something and they were just off the pace physically. Yep. So I think yep. after that, they went to four sessions. They've upped it a lot. Um, oh, right. okay. so, so, yeah. yeah, so that's double, you know, so yeah, you I, can tell. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they pressed well, relentlessly, man. Uh, yeah. It was hard. They pressed relentlessly. 90 minutes, they pressed constant, man. I was saying Taffy. Didn't have to press as much, did they? That's true. We died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about yourself, mate? How have you been feeling pre-season? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, I've had a fair few things go on with me. So for me, it's like at that stage now where it's like, uh, as you mentioned before, career-wise focusing on a lot of other things. But football's still very important to me, but I've just got to be, be careful the way I manage it. Um, what have you had to happen to you? Uh, so I had a few hip surgeries when I was younger. I ended up. I've got a ceramic hip, so I ended up replacing my hip at 23. Ceramic hip? Oh, yeah. Heavy, eh? Yeah, I replaced my hip at 23. Um, had three knee surgeries in between there as well. Um, so I, I stopped playing football completely for two years. And I, I officially retired when I changed my hip. But then, you know, Gabe, the, the, the coach at UNSW, I'm a local boy. I went to UNSW. So he was like, just come train. Just see how you feel. I never even really thought of playing for that club. I just come down and train. So I went and the hip was feeling okay. I spoke to my surgeon. No one had actually gone back to playing with that implant but it was like oh look if you're feeling good go for it one thing led to another next thing you know i'm still here i'm still playing for him so 
But uh, yeah, it was an intense few years there a lot. So that's why obviously when I'm managing load, managing preseason, managing runs, I've got to do it a little bit differently to everyone else. But still How old are you? Uh, 27. I'll be 28 this year. Yeah. Still got a lot in there. That's the thing. Year. I take it year by year now though. Because um, of work, because of the body, I just kind of like enjoy every season. And then if I feel good at the end of it, I'll go one more. So there we go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I never knew that. Man. You didn't know that. That's class, that. like good. Next time we're in the shower, just have a look at it. I've got a mad scar on my ass. Huge scar. There's nothing in the shower. <laughs> it's PG just now. <laughs> do, you any, do you get any pain, like ongoing pain from the hip? Uh, the hip itself is incredible. I did, I've actually done stories for it. Like I've done stories for Channel 9 on it and stuff oh, because yeah. I think um, it should be a good solution for young athletes that have hip problems. A lot of them used to like wait until they're older to get a total replacement. But this is like a new kind of implant. The hip's great. Everything else is affected by it as well yeah. and years of not playing too kind of when i got back into playing a bit of achilles pain you know problems he hammies things like that but the hip itself is awesome my, my operator hips better than my other one. Oh, wow yeah yeah what what made you have to get a hip replacement like what was the the initial kind of problem that I, started the i had process? i had something called a cam impingement so i had like an extra bone in my at the top of my femur right. and so it was breaking all the cartilage in my hip wow. so when i was 17 i had my first surgery and they just cleaned up the bone, cleaned up the cartilage. I was yeah. at Marconi at the time. And then uh, came back from that. And then when I was at Southern Sharks, I had my second surgery. Right. And again, it was a clean up. And they tried another procedure to try and regrow the cartilage. Never really works. And then it got to a point where I was just couldn't play, couldn't move. You know, walking was a bit of a struggle. And then oh, wow. so they just decided to change it. And that was better. I wish I did that earlier. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's interesting, man. There's a lot of players in the MPL system with hip problems now. Wow. There's a lot of people... Footballs in general, a lot of injuries, mm. injuries, a lot of nickels, pains. But a lot of it's mismanagement, to be honest, mate. Oh, Load yeah. management. Yeah. A lot of things, especially if people who are, are maybe in their 30s who went through the younger age, uh, the old school training sort of thing. Absolutely. And they're battered. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, going through those years, you, you think, I look back, I overtrained big time as a teenager. <laughs> everyone, everyone did, mate. Yeah, like, because you think, oh, the more I train, the better I'll be. But you're not in an environment with like one club a professional club overlooking every day of your training. Yeah. You know, you're training with the MPL, with a school team, with an academy, with this, with that. Guy, yeah. Fuck, and you go to and the no gym. And no one's to each other and before you know it, you're five, and no one's going to go like, we'll just take it easy today. So everyone's battering you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm supposed to be sore. Yeah. When it comes to the weekend, you're knackered. Yeah. Why are you playing crap? Because mm. I'm knackered. No good enough. Nah. Not right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's just a vicious cycle, man. No, we started on a sour note, but... That's interesting, <laughs> but yeah, no, mate. Yeah, wow. You didn't know. Nah, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, oh, yes, I, I've got I've got arthritis in my head. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. one of them that it's it's not comfortable to mm. say the least. Mm. So it's ceramic kit way forward for me, man. Go for it, mate. <laughs> Use my discount code, ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, the actual squad itself? Any new players in your NSW since you get promoted? Yeah, we signed well. We've got a really deep squad now. Uh, yeah, a lot okay. of players. Our training's busy. You know, we could play eleven against eleven. Oh, just, how many have you got? Twenty-two. I think so. Just all first graders and, yeah. and some twenties boys that are pretty good too. So it's good. Um, I think we we let go of a few players. We added um, MPL two players mainly players like like Chaz that came from other clubs that were in the league yeah, last yeah. year. Um, I think it's pretty all round competitive. I don't think anyone's necessarily come from a super high level, or we haven't broken the bank to get any sort of well known player. I think we just got like a consistent MPL two level player, but a deeper squad which we need. You know, when you got a lot of players that have other things going on. Got a lot of lads in our team doing great things with their career as well. You know, you've got lads that have to fly overseas for work occasionally okay. and things like that. Um, obviously, lads getting older as well, getting injured. So it's important to have at least two players in every position. I think we have that now. We didn't have that last year. We relied on our 20s a lot. Yeah. So that, that gives me confidence. Um, it's a decent side. Yeah. Think better. Are you, I mean, I'm going to assume you think it's better than last year. Yeah. 
No, it's a better side. It's definitely a much more competitive side. Like, especially I think in the middle of the park, you yeah. know, you look at our midfield three and it's very hard to pick a three. And I think that's a good problem to have. So no, I'm confident. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. There's, there's a big difference, I think, MPL3. I think, to be honest, I think the big, there's a big difference. Two to one. League one and then one to, one to MPL, yeah. whatever they're called these days. But I do think there's a, a drastic difference. And again, like we touched on. The do you training. think there's a bigger difference between MPL one and two or two and three? I think, this is just my opinion anyway, I think from the top of MPL one, mm. there's a huge difference between, like, like you've seen last week with, with Appia. Mm. You know, like you say the top six, the big ones like Marconi's, yeah. Appia and that. To the MPL most of MPL two, yeah. On any given day, yeah. I think an MPL two team could beat an MPL one yeah, team. Yeah, of yeah. course it could. Yeah. Over the course of a full season, though, yeah. I think you'd find those teams would still up to the top. Mm. Um, See, for me in preseason, I'm, I, I hate. Like, I would have loved to. We played RPL, it was a great game, but I would have loved to play like some of the teams in the bottom half of that MPL one as well. Yeah, oh, like I'm your Southern Sharks, like right. your maybe but, Spirit, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like St George. Like, so I would have loved to see some of these teams yeah. in action as well with less budget, you know, and those lads that are probably yeah. closer to. But anyway, it's the way it goes. But yeah, no, it's. it's that's a funny one because even last year, oh, I've talked from Spirit, Spirit, Sydney United, Wollongong Wolves, Olympic, Sutherland, uh, Olympic. It was like Sydney and Sydney FC. It was like six, seven points between mm. seventh and twelfth or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But as that, then you get the ones at the top. Yeah. Who naturally tend to always get there mm. through budget or whatever or just quality players. Mm. But I think that pack over the course of the season would top all MPL two teams. Mm. But in a one-off game, they could definitely lose yeah. an MPL two. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I think. The same goes with MPL three going to MPL two. Yeah. The bottom half of MPL two teams would compete with the top. Like used last year, we could have probably played an MPL two team. Yeah. yeah. Like if Rydamir have played UNSW last year, who, I mean, in a one-off game, anyone could have probably won it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Over the course of a season, you might have come up a top of him. It's just, yeah. and that's just the way it goes. I think because naturally the. Lot you is, see that with the promotion playoffs, yeah, like yeah, both the lower teams won. That's right. Yeah. 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 Aye. Well, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I do think MPL. A lot of times into professionalism, in my opinion. Mm. A lot of MPL1 players still fancy themselves. Mm. They used to play at a good level or they want to play at a good level. And then MPL2 or some of them, you've got half a league or sort of in between. Mm. And some are sort of like, you know what, I'm 33. Yeah. I want to keep playing with my mates. It's yeah. twice a week training. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And then MPL3, a lot of them are just lads who just love football. Yeah. And, to, and there's still a couple of young lads starting to come through the, the yeah. ranks. Yeah. But again, it's, it's always in. That's, that's a beauty of football, isn't it? You mm. just don't know. Mm. What's going to happen? It's different yeah. football, though. I find it's different football. I find yeah. when I, you know, when I first came back to playing and at that time, actually, UNSW were in what was state list. It was MPL4, which they ah, dissolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so when I came back to training, I was playing there. It was, in a lot of ways, it was harder to play. Long University ball. teams, a lot of long bang, balls. Bang, yeah. Nah, um, grass, all the stuff isn't as good. A lot of rural teams who, they're not the best players, but they've played together for years. Like, yeah. they've literally played together for 10 years. And nah. they have a system and they play. And it wasn't easy to play against, you know. And yeah. I feel as though as you go higher up, the one thing is every team's kind of got a similar system. The players yeah. are recycled. Yeah, 100%. Chances are you're coming up against a 4-3-3 where they're going to play out from the back and it's yeah. pretty consistently the same. Yeah, yeah, At a lower level, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. you know I, that's what I said to Gary see last year when I went to City United. Yeah. We played Olympic and in MPL 2 when I was at Rydomir, the ball was kind of, teams would keep the ball mm. but they'd keep it about the halfway line and then eventually they'd get a wee bit bold, they'd play a diagonal over yeah. the top yeah. and that was it. Yeah. So I went in, played against Olympic, and they kept the ball 20 yards from goal. Mm. But it was like, bang, out out the other side, back in. And see the, the level of concentration mm. they required? Mm, of course. It was so tiring. Yeah. And it's like, I, I laugh because you look at goalkeepers, I don't move. You know what I mean? I literally stand in the goal. But mentally... you shooting at you as well. <laughs> don't move, man. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> <laughs> but just the mental side of it yeah. was like, this is hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for me, as you see, that is the difference that goes from long ball 
two in MPL two will keep the ball a bit better, yeah. but not in really dangerous areas. No. But in MPL one, they keep the ball in dangerous areas. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of the way. Well, even the game uh, again, I'll go back to the game because I watched it. Was you just kept the ball wide in your defensive third? Mm. Yeah. But as soon as you just get past the halfway line. Gone. Frantic. I'll just, I'll just disappeared. Yeah. Like I just took it right <laughs> off you. Yeah. It's like they, they were pressing you and you kept it okay. You sort of build up sometimes quite well. And then as soon as you pass the half, you're like, he's that wee man. Mm, <laughs> that's just, true. Nah, just so well prepared defensively. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing in the organisation. Like you said, MPL3 or MPL State League. Sometimes that wasn't organised. Mm. Unpredictable. Yeah. But sometimes when a team's very well organised defensively, so uh, hard to break. Uh, down, yeah. Man. Hard. yeah. So difficult. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on before we sort of go on to some things from last year. We buddies told us you're, the, you're in the fine committee at UNSW. Yeah, yeah. There's vicious rumours, vicious rumours that you are, your rate of inflation is shocking. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm hearing people just saying they're, they're getting fined $3 and the next week it's $150. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the funniest part of this was this didn't come from me. Yeah, right? <laughs> it didn't come you from know? me, right? Look, people like to bag the fines, right? But look at the parties we had last year. Like, look at the preseason night out. Look at the end of season trip. Fucking quality. Just go for end season trip? We went to Gold Coast. We we're meant to go to Bali. Yeah. But two, two, two or three of the lads were a bit like skeptical in Bali. They're like, we can't go there. But we can go Gold Coast. So we changed it. Um, but it was okay. But look, the when I got to UNSW and I was just kind of training on, there was a goalkeeper, Irish guy, um, and he was in charge of the fines. I think he ended the season with like three hundred and fifty dollars because he was cash only. He was not following up. He was. A, I brought in a FPOS system. You know? <laughs> you got machine? I don't have the machine. Uh, <laughs> they've, all, they've all got the UNSW account linked, yes, so that everyone do. needs to have it linked and yeah. just send it initially with a double or nothing, which we, we used to do at Sutherland. Um, flips. Yeah, do that spirit as well. Yeah. Um, or something. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and just stay on top of it. And look, I think I'm pretty fair, but there well, is. I've held dollar. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? <laughs> I also look at like if I look at some, if I look at Chaz right, and I have a feeling he's going to be at the end of the season. He's going to drink a lot of beers at the end of the season, so I might just hit him with a bit of an inflation. You know, one of the lads that I know has, <laughs> he's drink, not going to uh, drink or he's not going to anything. I might let him off with a little bit, but the, the ones that I know it, will what, reap the reward. What's inflation system, but what is it? Is this one? It's no, is it? If I just, if I just don't like you. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's great because no one challenges me because like, it's a lot to keep up with, right? Uh, like it's mean. a lot. And then so sometimes we don't do a check-in for three weeks and then I come in and someone's like, how the fuck do I owe 85, you know, 150 bucks? Like, hey, where did this come from? Well, mate, you got a yellow there. You kicked the ball over twice on Thursday two weeks ago. And they don't challenge it because they're like, they can't remember. They can't you know, remember. it's not like anyone's. So everyone just goes with it. Well, yeah. I, well since he told me that, I went and contacted our captain, uh, Grant Cornwell. So I've been, I was like, send me your fine list. I want to see what it's like. Yeah. So I'll see what Clodge is like. And uh, similar sort of things like $2 fine, $3 fine, $5 fine. And at the end of the thing, says, if you haven't paid a fine by the end of the week, you owe $5. So it's like, no matter what happens, no matter, what? Fine, no matter what happens, you're paying no, a fine. Paying. Same thing at the end, discretionary senior members can just fine you yeah. whenever. Yeah. Well, somehow you got put in the fo- like you got put in the board. I, I get told I was a debt collector. Yeah. There oh, you go. Signed. Exactly. Yeah. But I still don't know how it fucking works. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just tell you who owes, and you go chat to them. There is a lot of like the list was I think it was like forty two fines, and some of them are so minuscule. Like, how are you going to remember that even happened? Nah. Yeah. Especially for sessions, if you've just lost a game, you're at training, and everyone's getting battered. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Oh, they socks all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 runs around with a notepad at training, just making tally marks. I've, I've been fined a hundred dollars already, and then yeah, but you, you you rocks up when he likes. Because yeah. I coach the goalkeepers at, at at uni, right? On a Tuesday night, I'm there from five o'clock. So mm. I coach the the youth girl goalkeepers, and then the senior women's goalkeepers, right? So I'm at training before MD. I see because I can't get to the picture mm. on time. 
I get fined every we time. We have a picture bang on time. And if you're not in that photo, you get fined. Ah, uh, it's good that I like that. But you don't, you don't I'm literally there for an hour and a half before. And I get fined every single Tuesday for being oh, late. Those are rules, mate. That's it, mate. I mean, yeah. don't like them. That's right. Are, are you the captain? Nah, vice. Vice He's captain, captain. Yeah, 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 but I've been captaining a lot because our captain's been out. You're the captain all... the last week, weren't you? Well, our captain's been out all preseason. Oh, right, okay. So yeah, so I've been captaining the whole preseason. But yeah, Fine, Fine's are uh, what I find funny about Fine's is so it spread out last year. They had quite a good kitty. Mm. Remember what it was? It was double figure thousands, mm. and I feel like it's looking going into season trip. Yeah, so I feel like lads put in like one of the lads put in like I think Old Richie. He put fortune in last year. <laughs> Just doesn't go. Didn't go. Yeah. Oh, mate, you get a Why did he not go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's usually the case. Ah, I them for it last week. Yeah, but uh, I had this. I like the fine system. It's good laughing. It? It's it's awesome. together. It's, it's, awesome. it's epic. Yeah, yeah. So um, moving on, mate. Right, we'll go back to something you've touched on already, yeah. like MPL three last year. Uh-huh. What was the standard like overall? Um, I think there was a gap between. I mean, similar to what you're saying, there was a gap between the top teams. I think we were we were quite good. I think we had a system to play. We had players that had experienced a higher level. Um. I think Newcastle Jets youth obviously have a system, pretty good players, pretty fit. They're always very fit at the start of the year because obviously the A-League teams train throughout summer. Yeah. Um, so they got a good system. And Nepean did well too. Um, they signed very well halfway through the season. So they were strong. Bankstown had a couple good players that have played around. You know, you had a few teams, probably four or five. And then the rest of the league, I think, were just kind of like, they'd battle you on their day 90 minutes. They could, they could get you a lot of long balls. But ultimately, I think there was a clear top four or five. Yeah, and so we knew that at the start of the season. So for us, it was just consistency. Um, I think Uni had always had a problem where they play good football, but they get outmuscled. Yeah. And when they go away to, you know, you go to Camden away, oh, Newcastle nice. rough, oh, Hawkesbury man. away in the middle of winter. Camden was some guy fourteen with Tenny just shouting at you. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. afternoon. And you talk about sometimes the lack of crowds in the MPL. I think uh, what, Camden's a good crowd. One of the best things, well, one of my favorite things about dropping down and playing there was better crowds. Uh, yeah, yeah, better crowds. Good. You know, yeah. like because there's not much to do. Yeah, there's nothing else. <laughs> so and they come out. Man. They yeah. come out and hurl abuse. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's great. Especially people see like my my pages or my TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's I love that. Man. That's good. You know, they bring up fucking videos and shit, and it's great. I like ah, that. I, I like stuff. that. So that, that was our season. We had to stay consistent, and we got a bit lucky. I'm not going to lie. We were, we were first from about round five till the end, mm-hmm. but there were a couple of weeks there in the middle where we had injuries. Um, we dropped points, and we were lucky that you know Jets, who are our main chasers, they dropped points whenever we did. What's yeah. the crack with Jets? I mean, they didn't, that's was that only like three years they've been in NPL? Yeah, they can't get out of it. What's the crack? But they, well, they're not good. For, so when they came in, they didn't promote that one year because they merged NPL three and four. Mm-hmm. So they got unlucky there because they won the comp, but there was no promotion. They just right. merged. Then, yeah, last year, they, I don't know, man. We've never lost to them since, just, I don't know what it is about them. I think, I think it's like, they're a good side. They play good football, but they're a bit immature. Yeah, I think that's, that's always a hard thing with the, the, the younger boys going and playing against men. Mm. Are they, uh, sorry, are those Jets 20s lads or the 18s lads? 20s, but 20s, some 20s. of the lads that come in off the bench, they're young. young. They're probably ah, 16, right, okay. some of the guys that yeah. come in. Ah, right, okay. Um, a few of them have been promoted and played well in the A League. You know, like we played. Um, was it last season? I think it was the season before last. That Archie was it Archie Goodwin. I think his name is Archie Goodwin. He's playing in, in the A League now. Yeah. And we played against him in Berkey at the back. We played against him, and he was, you could tell he was a good player. I think we drew nil nil with him. Like we we marked him quite well, bullying him mainly, like yeah, physically. Right. Um, he went up the following week, scored two in the A League against Sydney FC. Okay, yeah. wow. And now he's playing first grade. So they've still got a good system. Like they're creating some players. Yeah. But just as a team at that youth level, they've changed manager a lot. They just haven't been able to get out of, of MPL, which is hard for them because I hear a lot of players are leaving. Because like, they, you don't want to play, for, you don't want your son, you mentioned 17 years old, you don't really want him playing MPL 3 in New South Wales. You'd yeah. rather take him, you know, drive him down to yeah. Sydney and put him in an MPL 1 side or 
So they're losing talent because of that. Yeah. But, you know, I guess they have to earn their place up the system. I, I don't know. Do you think the A-League team should automatically be in MPL 1? No, I don't no. think so. No. No. What do you think? I, well, I get, I'll, tell, part I'll tell you what. Part of me thinks I, was say, I understand. I would listen to the debate on it in terms of for the bigger picture. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. Yeah. No reason I'm, because it happens in Scotland where Celtic, Hearts and Rangers have got a B team mm. and they play in the, the is it Highland League? Uh, either Highland or Lowland. Mm. Highland or Lowland League. Whatever, uh, Lowland League it will be. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing. But if they win that, did they go to the third division? No. You can't uh -huh. get promoted, okay. okay. They can't get promoted, okay. I know that. But they can't get promoted, so it's always a funny because one. Then I think it's it's because then there's two two teams from the same club in the professional mm. system. Yeah. I think that's the reason why they can't get promoted. Yeah. Well, you, you you were, you know, obviously working with Spirit this year, you would have seen MacArthur Bulls because they've come down to our level. Yeah, so yeah, they got yeah. relegated, they came dead last. Were they yep. just poor? Were they young? Okay. They weren't a bad teammate, no, definitely not. Like they played good football, but they were young. Like they had a lad, uh, his name's escaped me, but he played a fair bit of first team football. I say a fair bit, he's on the bench a lot, etc. Yeah. When he played for them, he'd score quite a fair bit. Okay. When he wasn't there, they weren't as effective. They mm. only picked up, I think, 12 points, 15 points yeah, the whole season. Long. Yeah, yeah. But just young, mate, mm. to be honest, just young. Naive. It's probably very similar to Jets, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. But they play good football, mate. Yeah. Like very well coached. They're all super fit. Yeah. But like you said, if you've got an, a nineteen year old lad, young boy playing against a Marconi centre half yeah. who's thirty two, who's probably played the league as well. Yeah, exactly. Experience, strength. Yeah. I think it's it's different if you've got one or two youth players coming into an experienced team. Yeah. yeah. And the experience kind of carries them through mm. what is a difficult kind of journey to men's football. But if you've got a full team of yeah. everyone below eighteen, yeah, or around that age. Becomes very hard yeah. to go and compete against a team of men. Absolutely, but it's good. I, I do like the fact that so some of those Newcastle Jets boys, MPL three or whatever you want to call it, is different football. Yep, you're not going to play in the deck as much, but it is physical. And a lot of sometimes I think in modern football that's what's lacking a lot of mm. these boys. It's very much robotic. Don't want contact. Keep the ball moving on, yeah. it? But when they get contact, they disappear from a game. Yeah. Some of them need contact. Yeah, they yeah, learn to play the game. And if they've got both, they can raise their game a wee bit. But obviously, there's a fine line between that and development. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the solution uh, is. That's the, thing, a lot, like, that's the thing I think in Australian football, and I mention this a lot, and I do it as well. I complain about the system or the way it's working. I don't really have a solution. Yeah, exactly. I don't really have a solution, so I'm just moaning for the sake of it. Mm. I don't know what the answer is. Even the whole, like the 20s, and we talk about this a lot, is 20s is such a funny age group. Yeah. Like, you're 18, under 18, she's winning the league or whatever. It's all your mates, you're loving it. Then it's 20s. Some of the lads are like, well, I'm not quite a first grader. We don't even keep the, the league table, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Nobody really cares about us. Half our team goes away training to train with the first team. Yeah. Oh. yeah we bring well, four players down every week to join our yeah, team. And I don't get to play. I'm top goal scorer, but the yeah. striker for the yeah. first game comes in to get mixed in. Yeah. I don't play. So, I don't know. I mean, Spirit this year joined the 20s and 18s for training, which has helped That's good. because it's given them numbers. Yeah. Saying that, you don't want to have to Imagine you're working on uni all 20s day. always end up like 10 players, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Always it's gets... a coach as well. How yeah. are you coaching that? Yeah. Seven lads yeah. here. Do you think it was a good decision to get rid of the club championship? Like, you know how the promotion relegation yeah, used yeah. to be 18s, 20s, and first grade. Again, it's one of those ones, mate. Probably at the time, I was like, oh, this is nonsense. Because yeah. I'm just a European style. Like, yeah. like, finals and all that to me is just uh, so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Great examples last year. Yeah. Finals, I was moaning the whole time. I've been here for 10 years. This finals is so Americanized. A lot of nonsense. Yeah. And then it got rid of it. I'm like, brilliant. And then last year. Shit, no finals. I'm like, oh, what is it? That's not, I mean, from spirit standpoint, we wouldn't have probably got there anyway, but looking at the teams around about us at Olympic and Sydney United who were like had an average season, I'm thinking these lads are on good money. Mm. They're used to winning it. Mm. They know they can't catch Appiah or Rockdale. Yeah. What are they? There's nine that's games shit. to go. Shit. It's but then it's if you're not giving people promotion, 
I think you need to give them a final series. Nah, Otherwise, there's nothing to play because for. Because you've got Champions League and all that. This way, in a, lot, that. in a lot of ways, like, MPL 2 is the best league in the system as for entertainment yeah, yeah. because yeah. there is a relegation and a promotion. promotion. Yeah. We yeah. saw that last year in MPL 3. You know, like, those teams at the bottom played for nothing. Last, yeah, last yeah. few rounds, you're looking at the schedule, you're like, fuck, like, they, they get to play. We get to play a team at the bottom. They don't. You know you're going to roll them. Yeah, yeah of course. They're playing for nothing. They're already, you know, they've booked their tickets to Europe. They're off in Mykonos, yeah, you know, because they don't care. <laughs> at least in, in MPL 2, you've got a promotion and a relegation. I think you should have a final series in MPL 1 at least. Nah, yeah. But the only, the only caveat to that would be, I don't like the idea of making the finals the main trophy. So if you win the league, yeah. you should be the champions. Yeah. I don't like the fact that you could come top of the league, be 26 points mm. in a team, a team who's fifth, mm. and they're the champions. That to yeah, me is... Nonsense. To me... A league over, especially now it's went to 30 games. Yeah. If you're top over 30 games, you deserve you're to be the best champion. Team. Yeah. yeah. And the finals, I agree. Keep yeah. it in there. It gives you something to play for, an extra wee day out, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. But if you win the league, you're the champions. Yeah. I don't, what do you think know. about two promoted, two relegated, mm. the fourth, the third and fourth, and the third bottom and fourth bottom play a playoff for a third place? Yeah. Promotion? Yeah. Just get more teams involved. Yeah. Or even like one up. Like at the moment, they're doing two up, two down, right? So. Let the one go up automatically, but yeah. rather than second, like which was St. George last year playing yeah. Mount Druitt, yeah. and Bonnie Rigg missed out on the last day, right? Oh, I know, man. Rather than that, have like second, third, fourth, fifth, like in yeah, England, and that's let them have a playoff series yeah, yeah, between yeah, yeah. them. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, much more exciting. Great. Yeah. There's a lot to play for. I think they should, they'll look into it. There's yeah. not that much between those teams. That's what we'll talk about earlier on. Yeah. Like there's not that much enough 100%. to say you don't deserve to come up when it's. No, I think it's good. They need competition. But being in the, the business end of the season yeah. and having all that's going on yeah. is brilliant. Because even I was watching the I watched the peeing game on MPL TV. <laughs> yeah. I'd never have watched the peeing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. awesome. Nah, it's really great, man. Superb. Yeah. Highlights from your promotion, yeah, mate. Highlights of the yeah. year. Give us a couple, one or two. Did you score big, any goals? Big moments. I did score a goal. Have you ever scored a goal? Of course, I'm <laughs> scoring. <goal. laughs> that's not what we've been doing. Of, <laughs> of course, not at uni, you know. Not at, hit the bar against RPA. How long have you been yeah. at uni? Fuck's sake. Uh, two proper seasons, two full oh, seasons. Oh, only two years. That's two seasons. Defender. Three years since my surgery, but two seasons I've played. Um, yeah, no, no good. I had to nudie run at the end of the season. To be fair, our whole back line, besides our captain, Luke, everyone had to nudie run at the end of the season. Goalkeepers wow. too. I'll score. <laughs> if, you, if you don't <laughs> score this season, you're running nude, <laughs> mate. I'm calling hey, man. Jordi Gomez for us last year, or two years ago, uh, same idea. Hadn't mm. scored the goal, nudie run, that was a crack. Richie Darko's going through with the keeper. I think this is what happened. Keep a clean rich shoot, but the ball trickles through an empty net. Yeah. And Jordy goes and puts it in, but as he kicks it, the referee blows the whistle, doesn't he count the goal? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely raging, man. Did he give up anyway? No, no, it was outside the box. Oh, <laughs> that's shit. That's shit. That's man. funny. Yeah, no, he didn't score, but highlights for us, um, we had a few big, yeah, we had a few good wins. You know, we had a period where we played Newcastle and Nepean were always next to each other in our schedule. So we yeah. played Newcastle, then Nepean. So we didn't lose to those. We had good runs. I think we went win win. And then in the second time, we went win draw. So they were just good weeks we had a game against uh, I was out for the game I actually had a meniscus tear during the season and I got it cleaned up then I came back about five six weeks later but in that period we played bottom place uh, Western Rage right oh, Granville yeah Granville dead last in the league fucking getting batted every week we had a few injuries and I think a suspension or two but still you, you think you're going to be comfortable we go there and play I think we played at Rydalmere actually we played yeah. them at Rydalmere's yeah. ground um, 90th minute so we got into stoppage time and we were losing 4-2 no sorry we we're losing 4-3 right. in stoppage time to, to Granville. And mind you, Jets and Nepean are on our tail. We get a penalty in stoppage time. Kev, our yeah. golden boot of the Four league, days, yeah. misses the penalty. Keeper saves it, goes out for a corner. Right. Off the corner, he scores a header. We kick off. They kick off. We take it off them. 
We win another corner. We score another header. Oh, well, and we won the game 5-4. That's okay, right. That's now, a, a team good, we should be beating very good. comfortably. Yeah. But still, that, at that moment, I think we all thought, yeah, we're going to win this now. Like, win how do you explain? 93rd minute, we were down 4-3. Yeah, and we won 5-4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. That was the best day. That's the best feeling. Yeah. Right? You've done a wee bit for uh, Spirit on Optus when we played Wollongong Wolves. It's 4-2. We were 4-2 down in the 89th minute. Yeah. And we won 5-4. Richie scored for a half wheeling. Oh, yes. I did see that. That was crazy. That <laughs> was a great finish. That was, I mean, I mean, the, feeling this... the balls to have a shot from there, right? Oh, I know, mate. That was one of those ones where, like, you've got the ball with a minute to go. Yeah. Oh, last kick of the ball. And he's just like, I'm going for it. Uh, and if you go over the bar, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you say, that feeling that that happens is the best. You can't explain it, man. Absolutely, it's the best. No, it was a great, great year. And then obviously the celebrations after. We've got a, we've awesome. got a close-knit, boys. My so. next question, mate. How did you celebrate? Uh, you won the league? We, we won the league at Stanmore. Um, the How second many games last, did you go? Second last game. Second last game. We won the league. All right, that was my first game back. So I came back for that. Um, came in off the bench, I think, the week before. Then I started that game. And we won it 1-0. They played a 5-4-1. They, they were playing for nothing, but they just wanted to not let us win the league. So, yeah. fuck, man. Like, their goalkeeper, their goalkeeper was just, like, taking oh, his time from I'm, the start. But he played well, the goalkeeper, on that game. Goalkeeper's really good. Yeah, I was told that. He's a foreign keeper. Yeah, Japanese. Japanese goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, I was told Phenomenal it was feet. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a good keeper. Tackles, Japanese have got to take you Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, Yeah, they just parked it. And we didn't score until, I think, like, 86, 87th minute. And we scored the winner. We won it. 1-0? 1-0. Oh. Um, we, we went out that night. But then the following week when we actually um like lifted the trophy. At home, we beat Hurstville 1-0 again. And uh, yeah, we went out in the town. We went out to about 6 a.m. It was fun because all the coaches came as well. Brilliant. And they had a huge night too. Um, so a lot of them getting stick from their wives and stuff the next morning. Uh, and yeah, so that was a big night. And then we went obviously to Gold Coast a couple of weeks later. Uh, but we had a few nights because we had the Football New South Wales dinner yep. where the whole team was invited because we won the league. Yep. So that was a huge night. Uh, and our women won the league too. So they came out with us as well. Because they won League yeah, One. Yeah, they won League One. Yeah. Then oh, we had so our yeah. Then we had our Uni Prezzo went out after that, and then we had Gold Coast. So it just felt like a month of just celebrating that thing. So we, oh, we really Coast. did. We really made the most of it. Gold Coast. How was uh, who was uh, the man of the match in Gold Coast? Oh, man of the match in Gold Coast. You know what? We got uh, one of our lads. We've kept him on. Peter Prandalos didn't miss a session or a game all season. Yep. And he was class in Gold Coast. Too. Oh, I see. I. Oh, yeah, he's an animal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just like one of those. You know, one of those guys that doesn't need. Doesn't he's, he? You think he's pissed, but he hasn't even had a drink. Like you oh, know, he's, he's one of those guys. Like doesn't need to have a drink or anything, but he's the last person to go home. Yeah, he's got he's got misses now. Yeah, um, but he didn't at the time. Like I get off from Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but just 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 great on the chat. Like yeah, just now nah, he's, he's he's a weapon. He was great. He was best value. Right. But we got a few. Fulton, you know Fulton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just like, you know, we got home four, four o'clock and six o'clock he's with the speaker waking everyone up. Let's go again. Like just it's annoying. <laughs> I mean, you need to do that. I'm gonna put one on his head. I'm gonna put it <laughs> But you need that, mate. It's just you do like, need you need, if you don't have that, then you're just gonna be like rolling You'll about, have a rock day. All day. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I wanted to hit him. But no, he was good. He was, it was it's a good bunch of lads. Like, some of those lads I've known forever as well. So the fact that we've all come back together at uni, there's probably about six, seven players I've known over ten years. Oh really? And we've come back together there. Got pulled a few out of retirement. Um, so yeah nah it's good it's good, good. hopefully we'll get to celebrate again this year fingers crossed oh you need to come like, top two mm. top two what do you think Tough, man. big big position we signed was goalkeeper what do you think of that decision <laughs> <laughs> my, my honest opinion yeah. is I haven't seen Chaz enough recently if I had to go so Chaz and I played in America together okay. and it was honestly ridiculously good right Yeah. but let's go back that was that 10 years ago 10 years ago okay. right? it was like a joke. The whole, almost every team in America, every uni in America wanted him. It was a joke. Yeah. Obviously stood out because black guy, Scottish accent, yeah. swearing every two cents. Yeah, yeah. It's quite small, yeah. but it was like unbeatable. Yeah. Didn't stop playing for a while. 
came back, didn't only have to play for about four or five years. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the best. You really turn to your full if you return to the form, I know you can't, you'll have one of the yeah, I think you'd be the best goalkeeper in the league. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I've <clears throat> personally I think now I'm just a game goalkeeper. Mm. Like training and stuff, I'll do bits and pieces. But I think that my head gets me through games now mm-hmm. in terms of understanding and reading the game, whereas before it was maybe more involved. Now I've kind of, maybe because I coach as well, mm. I feel that I'm very calm and I just like to play. And I think it suits because of how we try and play. Yeah. So I think that's more now is the experience head coming in and mm. just being, mm. I don't think I'll be like mad double saves. Absolutely. Uh, I used I'll, to be good at a double save. Yeah. Always, man. You used to love a double save. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> your back line's tracking and you don't have to get up and make <laughs> a second one. I just, what you've got going for you, I'd say, I, could, I don't know how you just play, but Chaz is going to be both feet. He can play at the back. Yeah. And he's vocal. Yeah. So he organises all of it. That's, you've know, got your favour. Yeah. There's a shot stopping and all that. I don't know, man. I, I think MPL, MPL football in general, so many mistakes. Yeah. Defensively, like, like some of the games, every, we spoke about this in Rich's episode, every game you go, Oh, we lost four two, but we had this chance. Yeah. There's, always, there's always a chance. That, I mean, feel like there's loads of mistakes, so you, you <coughs> do need a good goalkeeper. Mm. So I don't think there'll be too many better than him yeah. in MPL two anyway. Yeah, no, we'll see. Take that. See how we go. And you don't shut the fuck up, which is I good. Don't shut up, man. Which is very good, especially no, like, no, no, some of the new young players as well. The fact that you're, you're just constantly yelling, you know, and you're putting them in the right position, and I think we need that. So. Yeah. I think it helps. It just helps you to know that someone's there. That's, That's it. Just constantly have that yeah. in the back of your head. Yeah. Experience, mate. That's it, mate. Experience, That's old it. man here. I know. Uh, so, I've uh, talked about MPL 3, you're just about to mention it, I think, MPL 2, sorry. I mean, I don't know who thinks favourites to win it. Favourites to win it. <clears throat> well, you got to look at, I think you got to look at Bonnerig because they just missed out last year. But, I fancy yeah. Bonnerig up there. I think Bonnerig will do well. Again. They're a good side. They're always a good <laughs> they'll side. Money, they'll put money, throw money towards it as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, in previous years, I know to be a little bit disjointed. Yeah. I think behind the scenes or whatever, as in like players leaving and yeah. but, uh, the pitch kills them. And the pitch is hard. Yeah, the pitch is tough. You want to play their first half of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think if they, throw, they might throw money at it, which yeah. they've got the money to do, I think they'll do okay. Yeah. Well, Bulls, Bulls should be all right. Mount, yeah. Drew, Mount Drew, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. Mount Drew, yeah. You know who signed well? Bankstown City. Oh, joke. Ah, Chris they signed very well. Joke. A lot of Sydney United players. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I think four went across. Mm. Mm. So they'll be good. They'll be good. They, they won that Marcel Cup. Yeah, they've got a decent gaffer as well. Who's coaching them now? Is it a... Um, he's on my bill. I can't remember his name. What's his name? That decent name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, actually, I, I, something Guardiola. Something Guardiola. You know what? I, I, I'll tell you a story about Bankstown. I, I, I went to Bankstown at one point. Uh, I didn't play for them, but uh, it was after one of my surgeries, my second surgery, hip one. I, I left Sutherland. I was having a year off, but I, I was kind of missing it. I was feeling better. So I just wanted to train somewhere. The window was closed. And I knew the gaffer. I'm not going to name any names. So I knew the gaffer at Bankstown. Um, What's his name? Just tell and <laughs> I can't because of the next part of the story. I knew the gaffer at Bankstown. Um, and he was like, yeah, mate, just come train with us. You know, And he's an intense trainer as well. So I was like, I know this is going to be good training. going to get me fit. So I went and I was training with him. Long way for me to drive, but I was doing it two, three times a week. I don't know. And I was training with them. Um, him and the assistant coach, and I think maybe the keeper coach, they, they'd all, I, they always stuck together. And they would have, so, you know, Jensen Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think down the road or next door is uh, an establishment called Sefton Playhouse. Sefton right, Playhouse. Right. Yeah, never held it. No, no, good. Good work. Good work. <laughs> he hit you straight away. You see that? Yeah. Never I've, been stories, yeah. I've been told stories, mate. I've been told stories. And these guys used to have their coaches meetings there because they serve food. So they used to say it was great palmy at Sefton. They serve food. <laughs> Apparently they serve food at Sefton. So they'd go have a palmy at Sefton after the game, debrief the game, what changes, what they should do different, what they should... 
Safe to say they didn't do well that season, I don't think, but they, they hung around at least for Sefton and the Palmy. Do, you know, do you know a funny story about that, right? See, um, about Sefton? Aye. Uh, Farnito? Yes. Daniel Farnito? Yeah, right? I know Daniel So, when I was at the Berries coaching, mm-hmm. the boys after training one night went to, we were going to Sefton, right? So, Farnito's love Farnito, mm. but he can be quite silly sometimes, right? Silly. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best way to put it, right? <laughs> um, so, he's on the way. He's told his missus, I'm going here. Can you come and pick me up? Mm. But he got his missus to pick him up from the seventh place. But he didn't know, right? So you go, you turn around the corner of the street and it's like big illuminated like women <laughs> pictures <laughs> and that. And his missus is still in the corner. That's <laughs> <laughs> like conscious mean. Oh, so funny, man. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Well, he, he's, he's a dolly chill. Yeah. And they should have a decent We'll put him tonight, actually. Yeah, they'll be decent. Really? Yeah, we've got him tonight in the P and Saturday. Yeah, because extra hard on saying, some of those. I had Farnito. Farnito's there. Because um, <laughs> he's there. Good mate of mine Cousy, that was obviously in the Josh, league. Josh Silva's there. Josh Silva's there. Josh Silva's there. Yeah. Mekko, do you know? Mekko's there, yeah. Mekko's at Dilly, has he? Yeah. Oh, class, I've seen that while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'll be decent. Did you say who your mates are? Who's that? Cousy, Cousy and Josh, I'm, oh, I, I grew up yeah, with. Yeah, well, Joshy De Silva, I played with for for years. Nah, he's um, like Josh, like. And yeah, he's, he's got got every attribute that you need, really. So it'd be good to see him back out there. He had a few years away from the NPL. Yeah, yeah I random fucking yo-yo. levels of football, man. Do you see where he was playing? Like <laughs> yeah. he was just going and playing for random park teams. And but just you know, he went to Balmain, did he not? He went to Balmain, did he not? Yeah, Balmain. he went to another. Oh, what was it? Oh, fuck, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of the team, but it was like a, a, a like a top tier club association yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. He was just taking the piss down there. But Banks, yeah. Back. Banks, Banks, yeah, that was no Balmain. Banks, yeah. when you said B and you were thinking I top think they're tier. decent, though. Like, what I've heard, yes. everyone who says Banks are Tigers says they've got like, some right good players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play with a, he was my captain at St. George, uh, Huss. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's their coach. Uh, Huss is, he's, Huss he was on a, he knows the name of that Bankstown coach. He was on a B license as well. Huss is a great guy. All oh, right, great yeah. Great guy. Yeah. He must be great on the other guy that you can't Aye. remember his name. I know, man. I feel so bad. <laughs> he was a legend as well. He was a lovely guy. You'll know his name when I say that. But yeah. Huss is a great guy. Yeah. He was at, he, uh, he's left St. George now, isn't he? Because he was, yeah, coach, he was yeah, assistant coach there. Oh, well, he probably he was. was. He yeah. was with the MPL1 St. George team two years ago. Okay, all right. Then he chucked it and went to Banks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time. Yeah, no, he's good, man. Nah, he's, he's, a, he's a great big guy. Yeah. Um, and then relegation, MPL, uh, MPL2. Who's going to go down? Aye. Oof. I don't like saying that. I don't like saying that because you know they're going to have an extra. Okay, well, who, let's let's be gen- who's going to be. Well, look, Dumbo, Dumbo was close, right? Last yeah, year, yeah. Uh, I know Dumbo because they're obviously another local Eastern Suburbs team. But I, I just know that they were close; that they kind of got out of it in the last second. Um, yeah. And I think it's been a couple of years that they've just kind of gotten out of it. So you'd think, man, I know they usually have a smaller budget than everyone else. Yeah, uh, I imagine they'd probably be around there. Look, one thing I'll tell you: I'll leave out us out of it. Nepean, who came up with us, they came up second. I don't think they'll be anywhere near relegation. I think, yeah, they'll, maybe, be, I think they'll be good as well. I think they'll, I, be, I think they'll sign okay as well. Yeah, yeah. They got a they got a gaffer who's signing good players apparently from good clubs. Like Marconi and that. I don't know his name, but he, I think he's former Marconi. Or he, yep. He's grabbing a lot of young players. They spent a bit of money as well. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they picked up a player, I think it was Sepping, I think is his name. They picked up a player in the second half of the season. Center mid, scored like 12 goals in the second oh, half really? of the season. Yeah. Took the piss. Very good player. Signed on. Um, I think they'll be in the top few. We got them round one. Yeah, away in Penrith. That'd be, that'd be a that. nice game. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm interested to see these teams again. I haven't seen them in a, in a couple of years, so I don't know who'll be down there. That's true. I'm forgetting you're just coming up. Uh, Ride me. How's Ride me looking? One. They Wait, lost obviously you. Lost Timmy to us as well. They lost they, Chids. Right, they lost. Uh, I reckon maybe ten players. Fuck. So uh, look, it's a hard, a hard rebuilding job for mm, them. Mm. Um, they're going to have to. Who's the there? Anthony Hard. Oh, he's still there. Yeah. So they're going to have to obviously have a lot of youth mm. within what they're doing in terms of points. Mm. Um, but 
like hopefully be all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about their preseason. Mm. Um, I know that their captain done his ACL. Thomas, Shit. you know Thomas Gatani. I know the name, but I don't yeah, know who that is now. Tommy done his um, done his ACL. He's in a knee brace, which will be a huge loss for them. Fuck. Um, because he's he's young. Tommy's I think twenty three, but he's still one of the more experienced heads of what was, as far as I'm aware, quite a young changing room. Okay. Um, so that'll be a big loss, but yeah, hopefully it'll be all right. Mm. I think Mac- MacArthur Bulls. We played them in a friendly two weeks ago. I think they'll do well. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, like the day again, they're well organised. Again, the only thing is we played them at Christie Park. Synthetic. Move the ball really, really well. We were probably a little bit off it. We had a, a lot of twenties in that play, mm. but I think they'll do well in MPL. Again, the, the physical side of things, I don't yeah. know. Where do they play? I think they. Well, last year they played at Sydney United. Oh, okay. Over there, I don't know what they're playing this year. To be honest, okay. mate. Um, so I think who else stands out in that league in terms of? I mean, Bankstown City. I think that's the thing. Going up is good. The promotion because there is a lot of teams like Mount Druitt will be. Yeah, Mount Druitt's been a fortune. <laughs> they will be decent. Uh, Bonnyrigg, you've got the fans game. Answer him because of the history and all the rest of it. Right. Bankstown City, even just signing Chris Payne, obviously shows a sign of intent. Yeah, try to do it. Um, who else is there? But who's standing out? Oh, definitely berries, some big berries were all right. They weren't in a bit of a run last Wally year. Wally coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were on a run last year. I think that they were maybe first or second for a good like a good wee while. And we took their and captain. They died off towards. Oh, but Esther Readers. Esther Readers. They fourth last year, didn't they? Yeah, they were fourth. Is Nicky Carl still there? Don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he does a youth. He does a youth now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I know a couple of their players. They'll be decent. Yeah, they will. Yeah, be. it'll be interesting. I think MPL is like such a funny thing. Uh, MPL one, maybe as you said, it's professionalizing a little bit with the second division and these yeah. guys. Yeah, you know, chatting to the boys at Apia, they, they've all got their eye on 2025. Yeah, especially the young lads potentially yeah. going pro, flying around Australia, being on TV. It's it's, it's nice, right? It's lucrative, yeah. so they're they're training hard. But in MPL two, and even three, we talk we spoke about yeah. it last year how important the first five games are. Yeah. 100%. If you can win four, draw one, right? You're on a roll. Everyone changes their mentality. You commit. You see it with teams. Like, unfortunately, you know, it is semi-pro football at the end of the day. It, it's got its amateur things about it. You lose a couple games early season. People booking fucking trips overseas. Yeah. Right. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, seriously, you that, get to June, yeah. July, and half the league's in Mykonos. And yeah. that, that happens think, every year. So you yeah. need to start well to keep everyone on board. Not to mention, if you're on the bench, but your team's coming first, you hang around. You're yeah. part of a project. If you're on the bench, your team's coming seventh, eighth. You fuck off in the window. Ah, yeah. You leave. Yeah. You know, so it's so important. The first few games are huge. Um, I think the first game, I actually just think that first game yeah. will tell you a lot in terms of where you're going to go. Yeah. Because it's very easy when you don't win your first game, mm. it becomes a. I don't know shit. how long as I said it, because the year we get, we get promoted with Spirit, I think the first six games, we only won one game or something. Really? See, that's, I, think that's I think that's rare. Huge. And then we, on the, then we were on like a, a mad run, like a 23 game run. Yeah. A mad run. But I think that then then your system becomes so important because you know as we've said already before we came on Perko's great at what he does he knows how he wants to play and that's he won't accept anything that's not the way he wants to play mm. I don't think there's a lot of clubs that are like that no. in terms of such a belief in a philosophy so for those clubs if you don't win one, two, three and you don't have this this pattern of football that you're trying to play that's really been ingrained into you then it becomes really hard yeah do you know what i mean yeah. like you'll find clubs that will have like like a chris Payne. they might not be great at the back of building up but they'll score goals yeah but a club like that if you don't win the first first second third game just struggling yeah like straight away off. psychologically Completely. it's really really hard yeah, yeah. And that's why i think this, this level of football and I, we had a bit of a team meeting it's a good thing that they do at the uni actually they do a team meeting before the season we did it last year as well kind of goal setting, what yeah, you're expecting, yeah. where you want to be. Um, and I think the biggest thing is like MPL, having played now the, the three levels, 
MPL one, like you said, has some players that have ambition to go pro or have just dropped out of the A-League, or they're good young players that might go overseas, right? You've got that, that certain teams that are better than everyone else. And MPL 3 has some teams that, and players that are probably only playing because they're from that rural place. They wouldn't be playing anywhere else. They're just yeah. playing because they're at Camden or they're at Hawkesbury or whatever. But MPL 2, I feel like every player is around the same level. It's very much consistent. Like there aren't yeah. any exceptional players because you wouldn't be there. And there yeah. aren't any shit players because you wouldn't be there either. And so it's very much comes down to an attitude thing. And that's why I think for like, you know, if you work harder than everyone else and you, you have, a, I guess, a, a solid defensive structure, you work hard, you fight for everything as a team, you, you probably, you're in the top four teams, yeah. I think. I think uh, yeah. availability, keeping people, like, Avail people yeah. yes, massive, mate. Yeah. Again, that's people going on holiday. Yeah. Uh, lads getting to training and make sure they stay fit. Yeah. Looking after themselves. Like, the small things, yeah. I think, MPO2, you're probably going to have 12 right good players. Yeah. Then it, Standard drops a wee bit, but if you can keep those 12 four players available, you're going to do quite well. I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be tight in terms of looking at, as you said, teams going up and teams going down. I think that it will be it'll be really quite tight. Yeah. Is there any obviously Chris Payne's a big, big signing? Mm. We call it in that league. Anyone else you know of who's been big name signings or who's come down from MPL1 <laughs> or visa players? Anyone you know of? We almost had a great, uh, solid visa player, didn't we? Uh, I don't even want to say it in case someone else picks in him up. In case someone else picks him up. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name in case someone else takes him. Oh, come on. No, no, no. We, we had, we had, I'll tell you what, like... Um, Transfer window closes in about nine hours. Oh, really? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, had a, we had a great lad from Japan just fall on our doorstep. Yep. Great player. And it was what, you know, when we finished the season last year, I said to the gaffer, I said, we need Japanese right winger. That's it. That's all we need. So where is he? The team's great. All of a sudden, we find a Japanese right winger. Falls in our doorstep. Okay, not perfect, but young, 22. Mate, it was fucking lightning. Where, so where does he Quickest player in the league. I think he would have been the quickest player in the league. Uh, and we... we, we, right we, we, like we didn't end up taking him we because we had two visas. Two visas. And, and, you know, uni's a very loyal club. That's the thing. Like, um, they're a very family club. Having played around, you don't get a lot of clubs like that. They're 100%. really human, really, like, loyal. And they had these. They have the two visas. They've committed to these two, and they weren't going to get rid of one to bring in a player who arguably might play more and might be a better player for the team. They're very loyal to people, not yep. so much performance. So what you're saying is that Japanese lads betting on two visa players. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But you know, not many clubs would have let him go. Yeah, put it that way. Ah, so where is he? Back no to idea. Japan, I don't know. Nah, nah no way, man. He would have landed somewhere. Aye, somewhere. We'll see. It was, it was very good, mate. Like, and, and I think, yeah. was it his, his first training second or second? First session, was session right? He was, mate, he was getting kicked. Like, I mean, smashed. And he just kept getting up. And then he would, like, the same person would come back, he'd flick it by him and he was gone. Like, oh, he was so fast. Ah, he's he very good quick. man. Very I think he's good. the quickest player. He would have been the quickest player in the league had he signed for us. I think so. Just... I would love to see that because obviously I do a lot of GPS stuff. I spun it. I loved that. Last year we had two lads, Ollie Wigan and Matt Cahill. The whole year it was like top speed, 9.5 meters per second. And the next week Ollie would get 9.52 meters per second. And it was 9.60 mm. up, 9.91 meters per second, 9.992. And they started getting faster. And then you play against another team. I'm thinking, he's faster than him. Yeah. And they used to do that thing, didn't they? We, um, Three or four years ago, or maybe even longer, they'd do a hundred meter sprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see right. that? Yeah, with all the players. Yes. So he came to us. Yeah. And he was obviously obsessed with the GPS. I don't know how fast it was. I'd love to see who is. Don't ever bring him to us. 
<laughs> they never bring us like, oh, fuck that GPS shit right <laughs> Those years have passed us, bro, don't they? <laughs> shit. Well, worst nightmare. Did, what about the testing, running 40 metres? I've finished the 40 metres, I was like, that's me done. <laughs> hard, man. Testing, but to be fair, but Running 40 metres was hard. Ah, but mate, just like actually having to really try and sprint as fast as you up. can. Like yeah, I didn't, it wasn't for me. You're used to just taking two steps backwards in the back of the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, okay, just looking a wee bit off the pitch, I suppose. Obviously, you're not to sport, mm. and you're on, you're on being sport as well. I have right? been, yeah, I have yeah, been yeah, a few years. Yeah. How, so probably just you don't have to go as much detail as you want, I suppose, mate. But how's how'd that all come about? How'd you get into it? Obviously, you've got this quality studio. Mm. Did it piggyback off of that, and yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's like football's always been a big part of my life growing up, Italian, Argentinian heritage. Um, I guess it's just always been in, inbuilt. My dad's a huge fan. My grandfather was a huge fan. You know, we've got family all around the world, visited games. They took me to games when I was young. So I just always grew up with football, um, obsessed with it. Was a, was a good player growing up too. So I got the opportunity to go play around a little bit. I uh, got the opportunity to play in Germany when I was a teenager. I got the opportunity to play in the UK. You know, I, I loved it. Um, I went through a really frustrated period when I couldn't play, probably between like, 18 and 23 it was a lot of periods out and so I kind of hated it for a bit and I didn't really know I kind of like just associated fo you only thought about football as playing it right so I was like well I can't play it anymore because every time I play it it hurts can't I can't perform like before so I just kind of didn't want anything to do with it um but then I started uni um, I started media ended up dropping it but I saw this this gateway where a lot of the players I played with were playing A-League you know a lot of the coaches that I grew up with were coaching in the A-League so I could easily pick up the phone and do an interview. I could pick up the phone and go to a training ground easy. I had the connections. So I was like, you know what? Like a few people had said to me, you'd be good on camera. You could do that. Okay. I've got a good memory. I can memorize things quite easily. Okay. I'll go for it. So I literally just started with an interview with Alex Brosk. I did it for a charity. Um, I knew Alex. Uh, he was a former Marconi player at Sydney FC. Um, I was also training with Sydney FC while I was at Marconi. So we had similar paths. Called him up, did an interview with him. Everyone liked it. And then I just kind of started doing more of that. And it, and then you know, to build this studio was with my, my brother and my other business partner, Joey. We kind of all came together and thought... Is that your brother we met? Yeah, you would have met I him just before. Yeah, yeah, I thought that I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he worked in the UK for years and worked with some, some pretty elite clubs in association. So together it was like, look, rather than waiting for the opportunity from a broadcaster, let's just make our own stuff. Eventually they'll come, you know? So we started making our own podcasts, our own shows, and eventually the broadcaster, hey, can you do that for us? And it just spiraled from there and, you know... Social media as well, it's a different age now. You can create your own videos on TikTok, on Instagram, on all the rest. And I started to get the love back for it as well. And other things too, but even, but especially for football, I started to get the love back. Cause it was like, okay, you know what? Like maybe that didn't quite go. That wasn't meant to be, but there's other ways I can influence this game. And uh, yeah, so it kind of got me back into it. And then I started like, I, I enjoyed playing again. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful for that kind of path that I'm on. And yeah, who knows where it's going to go? Not bad life, Brilliant, is it? Yeah, football, nice. Talking football, loving mm -hmm. football. Yeah. Um, Chaz mentioned to me today that you didn't get to go to the World Cup in Qatar. No. No. What, you, happened? You, what happened to that? Well, I, I, we got a show um, to do for SBS. So I like, grew up with SBS. Yeah. Like here. I mean, how long have you guys been here now? 10 years. 10 years, Pre mate. So you probably missed that SBS like peak, right? Like when we were growing up, it was the only place that showed football. Um, especially for like the Italians, the South American community, the Greeks, the, you know, the, the, the Serbians, Croatians, like all our football was on SBS they would show all the European stuff and MPL, you know, they used to show the right. NSL games. Oh know? yeah. Okay. So when they came knocking, they, they had the world cup and I'd never worked with them, but they were like, listen, we'd love you guys to do a show full production. Um, and we want you to host it. Um, and then you can send someone to Qatar to do all your reporting, but we want you to host it from here. It's like, okay, that's a, that's an incredible opportunity. I'll, I'll host it. Like if it wasn't for the hosting, I would have 
gone to Qatar. But for that gig, I stayed here. Luckily, I went to the Russian one. Right, as a fan, I just went with the boys. Just like massive. Yeah, it was awesome. It was huge. It was huge. So, you know, I was happy to miss that one. Yeah, because that's obviously I saw when it was on, Adamo was there. Yeah, I sent Adamo, yeah. And then that's because I actually spoke to him and then that's when it came about that you weren't going. I was thinking, why is he not going? Yeah, yeah. It's a proper stitch up. Nah, it was just a huge opportunity. I had to take it. Yeah, fair. And I was happy. I kind of lived through him. He's like one of my best mates as well. So he was FaceTiming me every day. Look at this. He's at all the stadiums. Like, you know, it was great. It was awesome. But yeah, great opportunity. It's probably about one of the best World Cups ever. Football-wise, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very man. different to every other World Cup, as in like the fans. Like, oh, you know, yeah. have you guys been to a World Cup? No, I mean, the Scot- Scottish. Scottish, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Euros now. Yeah, uh, Euros looking decent. Nice. Looking decent. Uh, the 2026 World Cup, we're going to that no matter what. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. Got, even if Scotland don't make it. They might make it. It's probably the best squad we've had in about I don't know, 20 odd years. Yeah. yeah. But if we've got our wee lads, yeah. thing, we've got money together to go to Mexico. It's just the best thing ever. Like it's, yeah. it's so addictive. When you go to one, you want to go to every single one. You know, it's just like the, the way the fans are. The the in group stage is the best part. As yeah. much as the football gets better in the knockout, group stage is when you want to be and there. Everyone's there, don't they? Everyone's there. Yeah, you yeah. meet people. The bars are full. The pubs are full. And even the, the atmosphere in the stadium when you're used to club football, where it's quite hostile and yeah. almost fucking break each other. Yeah, yeah it's not okay. like that in international football, yeah, especially in the group stage. You know, yeah, okay. like I, I went to. I remember Belgium, Tunisia, and Russia. Belgium smacking Tunisia like five one. But like the Tunisian fans, oh, you know, yeah, taking sure. jerseys off and, and swapping it with the Belgians and like oh, sending each other yeah. gifts over the top and like just like really nice atmosphere. Didn't see any problems. Yeah. Um, so it's mad. It's just a whole different vibe, international football. So it's great. Get down yeah. to That's get a bucket list in World Cup. World Cup, yeah. 100%. Right. Mexico. Yeah, 100%. A couple of these stories, mate, I actually forgot about these. Um, I mean, this, these might be good. Who knows? We've just been told off some of your, your mates. That's great. Is there a story... Mm. Between Hakoa and Sutherland Sharks, when you played against your mate Kevin Lopez, did Kevin Lopez tell you that? Well, <laughs> I can't reveal my sources. He doesn't shut the I fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I uh, yeah. So he played for Hakoa and that Hakoa team that came all the way up, which is yeah. what we're trying to do. You know, they yeah. came all the way through the divisions. I was at Sutherland, um, and I kind of I was nineteen. I started starting for Sutherland there at that point, and we played Hakoa at home, and uh, they had I think their striker was Jabba. You know Jabba? Yeah, yeah. Neil Jablonski. So Jabba was up front. He's a madman. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's a great guy. Yeah. 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 And he's fantastic in the air. Oh, yeah. Um, and I am all right in the air, but I wouldn't say it's my strongest part as a defender. You know, sorry to cut in. Yeah. Jabba used to come in when he was coach at Rydalmere. Yeah. Assistant coach with Gov, right? Yeah. So um, he'd come into training sessions when things weren't going the way he wants, right? And Jabba is like, he loves football and he's so passionate. Mm. And it's like, almost comes across as like, anger at things, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's so aggressive and everything. So we'd come into training, and as I said, he'd come in, feed the bear, yeah. just feed the bear. I just say all the time, mate, I swear to God. But then he was- Does that mean just like- Just give him the ball. Give him the ball. Oh, oh, give him the ball. I thought he was coaching. No, no, when he was playing at oh, training. he was playing. I yeah. come in, feed the bear. And then I thought he was coaching, just walked in, feed the bear. <laughs> he was great though. And he was very good in the air, right? Yeah, so, and, and so all the chat before the game was like, you need to match him aerially, aerially. And I did, I had a- Probably one of my best games aerially that I've ever had. I won every single head of that game. And they took him off and they put on Kev Lopez, who I've grown up with, right? Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, here we go. Kev, he's going to be in my back pocket. To be fair, we're winning the game. He scores two goals. We lose 2-1, right? He scores one at the back post on our left back. Um, little guy, good header. You know, he's done well to peel out on our smallest player and score a header. And then the second one, in typical Sutherland Sharks fashion, playing out from the back, we played the holding mid off. The goalkeeper played the holding mid off for goal kick. Yep. And he's fucked it up on the edge of the box. And Kev's taken it off him and scored. 
Fair play. Nowhere near me on either goal, but he does not shut the fuck up about that to me to this day. And the problem is since then I've played with him. He came to Southern the next year. Right, so I've okay. played with him since then. I've never had the opportunity to play him again. Yeah, you don't He'll never play against me again. He never will. He'll never he'll make sure he's never playing against me again. Just so he's, you can hold on to that he game. He says to us that you were the wee guy at the back post. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, good on him, mate. I'll let him have it. I'll yeah, let him yeah, have yeah. it. And also we don't really get much of this, just we told to ask you about a Newcastle Jets player on Instagram messaging. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, when you when you put stuff on social media like I do, you, you leave yourself open to this. Uh, we played Jets two years ago, that season that I told you didn't count for anything because there was yep. no promotion. Jets went all the way to the final, won it. We beat them in the season and carried on when we beat them. They then went all the way to the final and won it. And I had a message from one of the players, probably 18-year-old, I don't know, he was young, messaged me like, fuck yeah, like sending me photos in the changing room with the cup, you know, and like, you know, fucking suck on that, like this and that, whatever. Suck like, on the cup. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. It went into my message requests, right? So I didn't even, ah, I didn't okay, even yeah. open it, right? So then I, when we then played them again, and I don't think, I don't think I messaged him. I think what happened was I waited till the season finished, and we'd been promoted, and Napier had been promoted, and Jets hadn't been promoted, and I found him. I went, I'm like, I remember there was a Jets guy that messaged me. I went roughly 52 weeks ago. I found him, and then I fucking sent him a photo back, and I gave it to him. I'm not gonna say, I don't even remember what I said, but it wasn't very nice. And then he was very nice in his response. So I felt bad because I fucking. Just- <laughs> I destroyed him and then he wrote back going like congratulations you guys are the best team all year and I was like oh shit <laughs> love the shoe and up just yeah. me <laughs> I was like oh fuck I was up for a fun yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah that was him that was him but a bit of fun a bit of fun oh okay class uh, I suppose really the, the only question we've not really touched on from all in the last wee bit at the, the end is B-League what's your thoughts on the B-League Obviously, you're sort of across the A-League and this, so it'd be interesting, no? Yeah, uh, I think it's great. I think it's a great initiative. I, I also think it's a lot harder than people think to make it happen. I'm interested how they're going to do it. Um, these clubs are, you know, the A-League, whether, whether you love it, whether you agree with the way it's run or not, is a lot more professional than the way that these NPL clubs are run at the moment. Um, but I think something's got to give. I think I hope that what they do with this second division is I hope they let these clubs play in the smaller venues let it be a bit more of a humble league. Don't force it to be too commercialized. Let it kind of build itself and let the clubs have their own culture and their own kind of identity. And if they do that, it'll be a success. Um, but, you know, I've been hearing internal things from the, the process of kind of applying. It's a lot of money they're asking oh, for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to do. I, look, I hope it gets a good TV deal. I obviously work in media. I really hope it gets a good TV deal. I hope it gets a free-to-air deal. Because uh, it needs that, because yeah. no one's going to pay to watch it at the start. So hopefully, it gets a good free to wear deal. And yeah, I, I, also for the players, I hope they don't try and make them go pro. I hope they they let them be semi pro. I think maybe four to five sessions a week, keep it nighttime. Because if you're asking players to leave their day job, I think yeah. you're going to lose the best players. Money. Yeah, 100%. You're going to lose the best players. You can't, you can't offer a player 60, 70 grand. Yeah. You know, who's now already close to 30 and has a day job. They're not going to do it. No. Yeah. You know, so you need to allow them to keep their day job. Keep the games on like late Saturdays or early Sundays so they can work during the week, hit the trainings at night, and basically just give all the facilities available to your current good MPL players and let it, let it do its thing. You know, let the clubs have their own identity, small stadiums, let the Greek, Italian, Croatian cultures be intertwined in a healthy way, not in a, yeah, not yeah. In a bad way. And I think it could work. I think, you know, at the moment, it's a great time. The A-League feels a bit dull at the moment. But the other problem is promotion relegation. I don't think that's coming for a long, long time. Yeah, that's a big thing for me. But on the flip side, what I would rather watch a Marconi versus, say, just say Sydney United. Yeah. F- smaller stadium, mm. full stadium, mm. 
and probably know a few of the players. Yeah. Whereas the A League, I'm watching the A League in a ninety thousand seat stadium <laughs> with twelve thousand fans yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you don't and, know the stories you, of the players, do you? Yeah, exactly. And, and on top of that, but even you know yourself watching football during COVID, mm. when even Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and the Champions League, and there's no fans, it just doesn't feel Shit. the same. Yeah. So when you've got the A League doing it, and there's hardly anyone in the stands, yeah. it just doesn't feel like a proper game of football. Yeah, you can do it. When I was uh, young, I was at Sydney Olympic in the youth, and the first grade team made the NPL final, and they played Sydney United yeah. at Belmore Sports Ground, and yeah. it was fucking packed. Pack. It was I yeah. think twelve, thirteen thousand. You don't even need that many, but it was packed, and it was a awesome atmosphere man it was yeah. brilliant one of the best live games i've been to and like that's that's really all it is quality of football is not that important it's really not you know like it's not the be all and end all. the a-league no. quality has gone up big time i'm not going to yeah. listen to anyone that says that the a-league was better 10 15 years ago quality wise it wasn't but yeah. what was better was the wanderers were packing Parramatta stadium yeah, and yeah. The, the atmosphere was there the traveling away fans that that's was better a, as a fan that's the best part and that's the best part yeah. that's the best part that's why you go to certain parts of the world with a shit league uh, you know but the fans are awesome Look at the indonesian league i know a few lads that play in indonesia uh, the really? football's fucking average a, a league team would go through most teams there yeah but the crowds are a bit too crazy sometimes uh, yeah. but they pack the stadium that's the atmosphere that's what football is you know uh, you've got to promote the live experience so i hope that in these small grounds marconi stadium you get five thousand uh, people they out, in there. They out. Couple yeah, of years, yeah, yeah. Game, your family, your Italian family, like Greek family. Whatever. Make it accessible, you know. Said, you know, yeah. make it accessible, and hopefully the clubs have their own. Hopefully it's not too policed from the top. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the clubs can make a day out at Marconi their own thing, have their own specials, food, drink, atmosphere, uh, DJs. Yeah. Make it a party. You yeah, know? I think I think what you say is important in terms of the culture, the cultural aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Like when you look at a lot of the the MPL clubs that are now going to be in the B League, they yeah. do have a tie to a certain yeah. culture. Yeah. So it's so important that they can almost bring that community, let's say, back together. Yeah. Um, in a non-exclusive way. 100%. You know, like when I was at Olympic, I'm not Greek. I don't have anyone Greek in my family. It wasn't exclusive though. You yeah. know, it didn't feel like I was at a place that I didn't belong. Yeah, 100%. But it was nice because we, they used to do the Greek dancing before the game. They used to do like the souvlaki or the food, you know, all the, like it was nice yeah. for me. Even though I'm not Greek, I, no, yeah. you know, I was accepted. I was welcomed. I was, you know, if you're a good enough player, you played. But it was cool to experience that culture, you know. Yeah. As long as it's like that, it's not not in an exclusive way. I think it's yeah. great for the game. I think yeah. it's awesome. It'll be interesting. Yeah. That's for sure. The promotion no, relegation doesn't sit well with me. You know, like, it won't happen. Uh, especially if it's no, they say, oh, it's in seven years. You'd be like, oh, well, this is nonsense. But if they say like it's two years from now, you could maybe chew on that a wee bit. Yeah. But no, you can't have a long period of time because it's football without consequences. But, but see, so see if there's no promotion relegation for obviously an extended period of time, right? What's the point in the B League? It won't be a B League. I think it'll just be. This is why I'm almost skeptical why you call it a second division. If anything, yeah, just keep it not. as a super league. Keep it as its own league. Yeah. Like Play, it's side by side with the A League. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no it's point. It's not in... above and below. Nah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, can't no. promote and relegate, it should just be like another option. Another thing. Like a winter league and a summer league. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? The, uh, the way the season's trying Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the way I think about that. Right. You know, yeah. because the thing is, with the franchise system of the A League, I don't think you're going to convince owners to agree no. to be relegated. No, definitely no, not. No. Do you know? So, yeah. so at the end of the day, I, I'm not holding my breath for that. I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Um, so sense. you've got to build a good enough product here that that people like it, and hopefully one day you combine your A League and your this league uh, in Do the you, same TV deal, and maybe then you can relegate. Do you think that the B League could potentially, or B League if we call it that, still mm. be bigger? Take the place of the A League. I don't know if they're playing it in summer, winter. You know, as I said, if, if they keep it winter like the MPL, yeah. why can't people watch both? You know, but would it take the place? But that's because that's quite a big overlap, though. Like in terms, I yeah, understand I it's because yeah. yeah, it's yeah. maybe eight to ten weeks of an overlapping season. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's going to take the place of the A League, but it depends. You know, the A League is there are some clubs that are big clubs now. They have got big support. You're talking 
as you said, big stadiums. A yeah. Melbourne victory, for example. Yeah. I don't think a South Melbourne's going to get to the level of Melbourne victory. I don't think so. Yeah. But if you keep it in, if you keep it smaller, you keep it its own independent product as a whole yeah, league. It might be yeah, better. Yeah. It yeah. might be better. Yeah, yeah. Will the clubs be bigger? I don't know. I think they've got the potential because of so? that pool to ethnicities. Like, what is yeah. a big, like, so the question was then become: What is class as a big club? Is a big club going to be a club with the most memberships? Ah, as I'm saying, like if I'm going to watch South Melbourne mm. and it's stadiums full every week, there's atmosphere, it's bouncing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Is that better? than going to a, a Melbourne victory, which is bigger bigger financially, bigger as a brand, but the stadium is huge with hardly anyone in it, and it's not as fun. What would you rather go to as a fan? That might start attracting people to go, do you know what, it's a better day out. I'll still watch Melbourne victory on the TV, but this South Melbourne, I go with the boys or I go with my family, we sit there, we have, because that's a Greek club, isn't it, South Melbourne? Yeah. yeah. I, so, I mean, big Greek family, they might all go there, watch a game. Mm. I think that culture aspect can, because that obviously got lost from the 90s, obviously. That yeah. was, like you said, trying to get away from the madness part yeah. of it. But I think if that gets captured in some way, I think it's got potential. Yeah. Not bigger. Like, I, I do agree. It won't, I don't think it's going to get bigger. Mm. I think the A-League teams are going to, are, are too well established now. Mm. But I think it can get bigger in terms of like height, reputation, like, or that sort of thing. I think that could, get, again, complete like hearsay. Right. We don't know we don't what's going to happen. We don't know. I'd rather be positive but about it than negative. It's going to happen. And obviously I work in content. So I hope from the content point of view, they get it right because it's it's got so many cool stories. Like you said, yeah. the MPL players, even the MPL has cool stories. And the A-League really is not, it's not the coolest product at the moment. No. I don't think the next generation is loving the A-League. I don't think yeah, they want to be A-League stars. They want to, no. you know, I don't think that has it, right? Some of the other codes in Australia has that. I don't think A-League football has that right now. So maybe this second division, you know, they see the players, they get to know a bit more about them and the clubs. It's fun. It's good to go to. You can let loose a little bit at the stadium. You can be yourself, go with your mates, you know, have a, have a couple of drinks, have a good time, meet the players after. Yeah. It might get this new generation involved in it and then yeah again it might not be bigger but it might be more enjoyable live experience yeah i think you know we might choose to go to that and not, yeah. not to an a-league match yeah maybe. maybe i don't know look it's a win i think it's a win for australian more football is always a win yeah it shouldn't be seen as a competition no no i, I thought i said you see a lot of negative around the people. i'm like well not happened yet let's yeah. just see what happens and then but, but football, the biggest problem with football in this country right and the other codes don't have this issue is that football people in australia hate each other yeah that's true a-league people hate Euro snobs who hate NSL heads that still want it to be like it used yeah. to be, who hate, they, they absolutely despise each other and generations hate each other. And it's like, you don't see that in other sports. Owning a media business, I've seen that. You launch a show in rugby league, everyone loves it. Everyone supports it equally. You launch a show in football, you get a small pocket of people that love it. These people are football fans as well, but they might not be A-League fans, so they fucking hate it. Yeah, <laughs> and these, okay. like, it's like crazy to see. It's like so, it, kill, it kills itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're getting a new league, you're getting more teams, more games, hopefully on television, everyone should be happy. You know, it shouldn't be like, this is comp this is taken away from Sydney FC, this is taken away from the A-League, like, you should hate it, you should bash it. No, it's more football. If everyone gets on board with it, you can't lose. Yep. You can't lose. You know, you don't even have to buy a jersey, you don't have to support Marconi and go to the stadium every day, but if you're a Sydney FC fan, you should be happy that there's more live football every week. Yeah. This is the biggest problem. Yeah, fair. You know, so... I hope it works. Yeah, well, fingers crossed, mate. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got a few questions, mate. One question, actually, it's not part of the main. So what we do, mate, is we, we have a bit of a play on the fact that Chaz and I, obviously, are not Australian. MPL <laughs> football is not exactly our, our mastermind topic. Oh, yeah. So we ask our MPL players how much they know about MPL. Okay. Questions. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, just one quick question we'd like to know is, who is the best player you've played with and against? I played with a Japanese player. Well, in MPL, yeah. 
Yeah, in NPL. Yeah. I played with a Japanese player. Oh, that, that trailer? The fuse no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Not this guy. Uh, Tomohiro Kajiyama, right? Okay. Kaji, we used to call him at Sutherland. So yep. he, we played him in preseason. He went to Blacktown Spartans. Yep. We played him in a friendly. We drew 3-3. Three, three. He scored all three for Blacktown. Yep. But we offered him more money that night and signed him that night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just took him off him. Uh, and, oh, uh, sorry. Spartans will be good this year. Yeah? I've heard yeah. they'll be decent. Yeah, yeah I've heard they'll be decent. Okay, okay, yeah. Be good. yeah. Uh, Kaji was great. So from our, our Sutherland team, I think we're around mid-table, even lower. He won the golden boot of the league. He was a 10 as well. wasn't even a striker. Won golden boot of MPL one from a team coming like ninth, 10th, and smashed it. Two years, hammered it. Couldn't get into the A-League for whatever reason um, and retired at 23. Uh, and went back to Japan and worked in a restaurant. Uh, he no was way. so good, man. Like when I say he was so good, he terrorized teams in MPL one and like we all thought, okay, an A-League contract should happen or at least, and he was on good money too. Yeah. Thing, he came here, he said, if I don't go pro, he, he, he got dropped from J1. He was in J2. Yeah. Got dropped from J-League 1. He's like, if I don't get a pro contract, I'm going to go, you know, join the family business, whatever, this and that. And he struggled a bit being away from home, yeah. being away from his missus as well. He struggled. And yeah, at 23, he packed it all up. I caught up with another Japanese guy I played with recently. He was just here like two weeks ago. Caught up with him and asked him about him. How's Kaji? He goes, he retired after that. Didn't play ever again. Wow. What a waste. Oh, man. Phenomenal player. So he was, he was the best one I played with. What about against? Against? A couple of good players that are now probably doing good things. Um, yeah, actually, recently, when I was at St. George for a year, between all the problems, I played a game against Western Sydney Wanderers youth and uh, Sammy Silvera was playing. Okay. Uh, and I thought he was very good. I thought he was a very good player. And he got dropped from Wanderers and then ended up at Mariners and obviously won the A-League and now he's at um, Middlesbrough. And playing oh, for Socceroos. Yeah. Uh, you could tell he was class. Got dropped from Wanderers. I don't know how. But how old like, was he when you played against him? I would have been a teenager probably still. Oh, 19, okay, yeah. 20, 19. Oh, okay. was just before good, he went to Mariners. He was a standout. Aye. He was very good. For that yeah. Wanderers team, he looked class. Like Looked like he just energetic winger. Kept going. Very good. Um, played against a few of those guys. Daniel Arzani and Tilio and these guys. When they were in their youth level, you could tell. But I thought Silvera was really good. Um, well, he was so, just went back to him. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't yeah, worked for him. Again, when you play against the A-League youth, you see these players... Um, and you then you kind of forget who they are, and then you see them on the A League. Like, oh, I remember that one. Like yeah. Lisbeth now, he's playing with Mariners. Yeah, yeah. He was always the little guy playing for Mariners youth, and we always thought he's, de he's a decent player. It's good to see that now they're going on to the A League. Yeah, so I played against. Yeah, I don't know. A couple of these boys now that are in the Socceroos. Cammy Devlin's good. Like, oh yeah, okay. played a lot with and against him he's growing up. Here? He's at Hearts. Ah, uh, he's yeah, a good yeah. player. He's another one. Um, there was actually a really good player I I played against centre back as well growing up. Shane Decunia was a very good player and he got all the way to Wanderers first grade and then he um, retired and became a priest. Oh, wow. Wow. I've been seeing stuff at a Japanese restaurant. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should get him on your pod because he went all the way to like first grade, was playing in the A-League and then uh, got a calling from God and... and Don't have to say, no, wow. be very good in the church. Ret bit echoey, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it might be an echoey. <laughs> exactly. But it's an amazing story. What's his name? Sh Shane, Shane Dacuna. Okay, yeah, cool. really, oh, okay. really cool story. So yeah, lots of good players, lots of good players yes. you come across, and lots of cool stories, man. Oh, just, just cool people. Right, mate. Questions. This is about Richie had an absolute shocker on last week, okay. so we'll it's see like, how you like, go. Like trivia. Yeah, mate. MPL trivia. MPL simple trivia. Simple. Yeah. Not, nothing too complicated, okay. mate. To be honest. I, I would easy. actually say to cut you a wee bit of slack. This is a wee bit hard on Richie's. Okay. Richie's was very easy. Yeah, and he had the shocker. He had shocker. one right. All right, let's go. Okay. Right. This is probably the hardest question, actually. Mm. How many goals did UNSW score and concede last year? I'll give you to the closest 10, as in, okay. obviously, we, as opposed to the exact number. We probably scored about 63 goals. Oh! 
Well, I'll give you an answer at the end, but okay, <laughs> close, close, close. close. I'd say we scored sixty three, conceded. Fuck, should have forty eight. Oh, okay. Are okay. we giving an answer now? Ah, we should. Sixty two goals. Oh close. yeah, Very that close. was close, man. Okay. Thirty two conceded. Thirty two conceded. Oh, it's pretty good. It's uh, not yeah. too bad. Better than 48. Uh-huh. 48 would have been bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, 48 would have been bad. You win that one, league if you can see the 40. Games. That's not too bad. Goal a game for Goal that. Game. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who finished third in MPL 2 last year? Connery. Correct. Yeah. I've done. Right. With question three. That's a tough one. Who conceded the least goals in all three MPL competitions last year? Uh, so who won MPL one? Up here, one MPL one. Hills, Hills United. For MPL two. Yeah, so, no, no. Well, I'm just laughing because you said Apia one. So did you? Oh, Apia uh, conceded the least. No, no, no. no, no. no. I thought Apia, but they probably would have conceded goals up there. So then I, I thought, who won MPL two? Hills won it, right? All right. So you ah, went between okay, leagues. Okay. I thought you were assuming that Hills were in MPL one, no, and no, I was no. going to say well, that they, they won MPL two comfortably, didn't they? So I assume maybe them. No, it wasn't. Nah, who, so I mean, that's a, the that's a, uh, the, the, it's not Apia. It's not, I mean, that's only clue you're getting. Yeah. We'll give you another crack at each of them. Just name the three, your three, and then we'll just get an answer. Okay. Um, if it's in, oh, fuck, who yeah, go back? If it's in MPO1, is it in MPO1? There's one from each. No, one from oh, each. Oh, you want to know in each? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in our league, it was probably, I think, Nepean probably had the best defense in our league. And what about MPL 2? In MPL 2, St. George might have defended their way to, to the promotion. I'm going to go with Nepean, St. George, and who's in MPL 1? Who's at the top? And Rockdale. One out of three. <laughs> Nepean was, was the least, Nepean best defense in our league. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I don't know um, the other two. Who was it? Calumbry Bankstown. Berries? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, okay. MPL 2 and Blacktown City. Really? And MPL 1. Okay. There you go. Shows how much I... Nah, but goal difference. You know, how often do you look... How often do you <laughs> look at the fucking goal difference? That's a hard question. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a defender, though, something. I knew for us, um, we didn't like that we didn't have the best defence in the league last year. So that's how I knew Nepean, because I remember yeah. they had a couple goals less than us. Yeah. Uh, where did Mount Druitt play their home games? Pop and Dead Park. Lovely. Yeah. Decent, mate. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Right, last question. Player of the year. In all three competitions, MPL one, MPL two, MPL three. I think I know this. Okay, yeah. let's go. Because I was at the dinner and I was, oh, like, I was a few. How many have you had to drink? I was a few <laughs> champagnes deep, <laughs> but I know that in MPL one it was Alec Urusevsky, no? Correct. Yeah, because yep. he scored a bucket load of goals in MPL two. It was a mate of mine I went to school with. It was uh, Connor Quilligan. Correct. Yeah, correct. yeah, good player. And in MPL three, probably should have been one of our lads, um, yep. but I think we had too many good players, so it went to a team that didn't have too many. And I went to Mitch Cross. Oh, mate. That's how from you. Richie Darko has had a shocker. We asked Richie Darko who... Who got promoted and relegated? I yeah. had no idea. No he, idea. He's naming teams for the leagues, different leagues. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. When you're up in NPL 1, you don't give a fuck about the lower <laughs> levels. That's what we said to him, Snobbery, man. You're my clue, mate. You're my clue. That's quality. And probably the last thing, mate, is just obviously for us to get this wee podcast going, we just want people, any good guests you recommend. You've obviously recommended that Shane lad. Anyone else think we good guests? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who's up in MPL? I mean, it'd be good to hear from some of these players. You know, Alec Urusevsky. He's, he's looking if he's coming anyway. Yeah. MNB, yeah. Top player in MPL 1. Yeah. Um, a lot of good characters. A lot of people always partner. say he, you know, turns down, turned down A-League gigs on many occasions to stay in the MPL. 
Yeah. So it'd be cool to hear if that's yeah. that's well, true. Well, I think he's done a podcast recently okay. about that. Yeah. Uh, or last year with one of the other NPL podcasts. So I don't know yeah. if that answers that anyway already. You know, there's another one. Um, in NPL 3, we played a team, Gladesville. Yeah, right. Imagine, and their yeah. goalkeeper. Oh, the old one? Hey, he's old as. He's like <laughs> in his 50s. Yeah. But, man, he's seen some what shit. He goes somewhere where he can smoke inside, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen some shit. Like, he's played in, like, Greek yeah. Cup finals yeah, for Olympic or something. Champions, 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 Champions League. League. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he'd be interesting. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You know anyone who's a good, good banner, good laugh, good characters, good stories? Oh, there's heaps of them, yeah. He was a fucking journeyman. We played against up here. Nick Sullivan? Yeah, okay. He's a party boy. Yeah, okay. He's at Apia now. He's played for every club in the NPL. I think he was at Bonnerig last year. He obviously was in the A League for a couple of years recently. Yeah. So he'd be a good one. Um, mate, I think I think the, the, you can't you can't really go wrong. There's so much banter in the NPL. Everyone's got that semi pro mentality. No, so no one's got a chip on their shoulder. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not like you're boarding lads. There's some people are boring. There's boring lads in the NPL. <laughs> oh, yeah, some are boring. You reckon? Man. Yeah. Who's the most boring in our team? I, you can't you can't see Clods. Tell me right, it's Clods. Nah, no, I think I think we got a pretty good we got a pretty good bunch. Yeah. Look, you hope that people don't take themselves too seriously at this level. That's the good. Ah, thing. That's, that's why we say try to get this. You know, and that's also why I have a laugh. there's no real media managers. I don't know you deal with like professional athletes a lot of the time. The media manager has to come and sit in the corner. Don't say that. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as you get them away from camera, they're awesome. But at least yeah. the NPL lads, I don't think. Who's yeah. the best interview? I just think that some people don't at, talk. Well, at like higher level. Ah, I like the best interview you've done as a media. You know what the 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 players at the end of their career are always better because they don't care as much. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. I spoke to Cesc Fabregas. He was having a laugh the whole time, going along with everything, making a five-a-side, dropping teammates, picking teammates, because he's Cesc Fabregas. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's nothing he can do wrong at that point. Same with Aussie players, Tim Cahill, Harry Kuehl, Mark Schwarzer, some of the best interviews I've done. Where sometimes I get a young lad who you think's awesome because he's like 21, he's playing professionally, he's like, you know, surely this guy's going to give me a lot of banter. Yeah. Very reserved because coach yeah. is watching, you know. But that's, yeah. that's what I think I was seeing with NPL players. I aye, think that some people lads. just don't talk. No. Aye, like, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah. Aye, like great, great people, nice people, but in yeah. terms of coming on a podcast, nah. they might just be like, yeah, yeah they just don't say anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely get, get the old heads. They've got all the stories. And the dafties. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about in terms of interviews? So some people, have you had any shocker interviews? Like you've went and done it with someone and you're like, oh, that went so bad. Not from like you necessarily being a bad, mm. bad interview, but as in like they weren't quite what you expected, or they were they turned up in a bad. Fuck, I don't like saying who. <laughs> 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 uh, I did a lot of um, I did a lot of Zoom call interviews for being sports with players playing overseas. Yeah, um, oh, right, especially okay. Aussies playing overseas. Sometimes you know it's a Zoom call, you can't build that rapport with them, so some of them were a little bit dry. And yeah. a little bit, and like often it was like nighttime here, early morning there. Yeah. Okay. So there were a few that I, you know, I just I'd wrap up the interview, I'd close the laptop, I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, like, but but you know, I'm not gonna name, I'm not gonna name names. But no, most of them pretty good. Most of them have actually been really good. I, th I feel like when I get when I get to sit down with someone, and interview them in person, no matter who it is, I think I'm gonna get a good side out of them. Because yeah. you know, you have yeah. a chat with them before, they realize I'm not a journalist. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here to spin a bullshit story about you. Yeah. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. And they'll relax, and you know. So even Australia's manager Graham Arnold. Yeah. I, like he said to me after the interview, he's like, it was the best interview I've ever done. Because I was just relaxed. I was up in the North Shore where he lives. Ah, uh, he's... I can just chill, man. You know, like, and he expected me to grill him about his squad selection and shit. We were just having a laugh about all this other crap. Yeah. And he loved it. You know, people like that. They feel comfortable. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, I've, I haven't had any bad, bad ones. What have you got coming up? Anything exciting? Yeah, yeah. Exciting year. Exciting for us. We've launched our studios as well. So hopefully have you guys in here a bit more. Um, yeah. Anyone that's doing podcasts and that can hit me up for that. Um, we want more football content getting out there. So anyone that's got a football idea, we'd love to help it. Um, yeah. For me, it's a big year with Euro 24 and, and Copa America on at the same time. Oh, um, wow. And I'll be involved in it. That's brilliant. Yeah. 
Um, but oh, it'll be yeah, worth it. Difference. Yeah, for us, it's fucked. Like, yeah, it literally change your whole sleep schedule. Oh, it's hard. And just live opposite to everyone else. But it's worth it. I'm fully expecting you to turn, right, up, turn up and play well. When I well, I looked at me. our schedule and like, yeah, there's going to be some tough games, man. You're going to have to <laughs> chat a lot to me, mate. There's a few games. Close, wake up, close, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's an exciting year. Exciting year. I love the international tournament. You know, I'm going to bring a Celtic top and put a Celtic top on. Bring it. These are some of my old tops, actually. What have you got Marconi, Sutherland, old, old Marconi one. Um, I grabbed my old jersey. You know, when I was at Marconi, they were cleaning out the old stables there. So they said, you know, everyone can just go in there and just grab whatever kits you want, whatever you find. Some of the boys picked up some like, found like an old Harry Kill kit from when he was there. Oh, one wow. of the, our goalkeeper found an old Mark Schwarzer kit from Marconi, took it home. Yeah. yeah. So this was just my, my number, but I think an older kit. Sutho. Yeah, Sutherland's out. It'd be good to get, um, if we do episodes here, to get, all different, all different strips from different people. Absolutely. Get them yeah. and bring their strips in. Pack them up. Man. Yeah. Brilliant. Last minute, well, that's it, mate. Thanks very much for your uh, time, mate. Thanks for coming in. That wasn't, that wasn't, you didn't grill me as much as I thought. Nah, nah. nah. We, got, we got caught off a tangent a few times. I forgot, halfway through, I forgot we even had stories. Yeah, so yeah, see? Uh, see, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cheers, guys. Thanks for coming. Right, cheers, mate. Thanks. Cheers. Perfect.